The Fleet Safety Geeks held some fantastic interviews live from the NAFA booth at NAFA INE in Baltimore 2023. We heard from fleet managers and providers who have the same passion about fleet safety. Here is one of those interviews. Welcome back. We are back on the NAFA showroom floor at 2023 Baltimore uh, INE. we're live uh, broadcasting. We're here with Sharon Etherington from Roche. Sharon, how are you? Great, great. Great to be here. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome Thanks to the podcast. Here, Thank you. Yeah. Um, so we were trying to take a five-minute quick little interview, um, and you are a fleet manager with Roche. Is that correct? So I am. So I'm based out of Indianapolis, and we have a fleet of roughly 1,700 vehicles. And in that, we have also campus site vehicles that are in three different states. Okay, great. Um, you guys probably do something safety-related to keep your drivers safe? We do. We have what I feel like is a pretty comprehensive program. Um, We do a safety program based on points and we rank them between an excellent driver all the way to a um, severe driver. And one key point for us is if you're in that severe category for three years, it states in our policy that you will be terminated. So we give the driver ample time to correct their driving behavior. And also what we're looking at is how do we offset that in that three years? If we see someone continually going down the wrong path and we know within three years they'll they'll never be able to get out of the point deficit they're in, we're going to try to start adding in some comprehensive additional training that their employee potential will be responsible right. for. That's great. So um, to keep drivers from moving up and increasing levels, you said that you do um, you know some things to change that behavior. Do you do like online training, one-on-one training? We do a couple things. Uh, Broadly, we do two trainings a year that's online, and it's typically around a topic that we see a majority of our drivers needing support on. So that's kind of a standard. Um, We also do a behind-the-wheel training, which is four hours worth of um, classroom instruction, whether that's online and eventually I'm assuming that'll be back in person, and then a four-hour driving course training. And we require our drivers to do that once every three Oh, that's great. I love that. Yeah. And if then if we find additionally that we have a driver that is having multiple speeding um, violations, then we'll also tack on additional training and related to that violation. Great. Great. Good. So you're taking a proactive approach. We are. And um, sometimes it's our, I, our leadership is behind us 100 percent but there sometimes it it, how do we convince our drivers that taking time away from them making a profit for the company is valuable right. and it's hard we have to continue to sell the, as to the reason why and fortunately after drivers take it we are getting feedback that it is helpful it, it does teach some new tricks maybe not a lot for them but definitely some things that they take away with them that they, that they pick up that they'll Again, changing the behavior, right, and, and, and creating that that safety culture. So it seems like Sharon, you have a a program that is, you know, creating that culture, and, and, and it's so important. And it's got. And I I love what I heard you say, top down. Yeah. I mean, that's so important. Very important. Uh, because listen, if the boss thinks it's important, the the newly hired driver is going to think it's a, it's an, it's important, and that's where that culture is created. So I love to hear that you're doing that. That's actually why I asked how you got that program in place, because a fleet department isn't going to just come up with that and say, boom, there it is, because you need that support from everybody. You need leadership to buy into the reasons why we don't want to have crashes, the reasons why we don't want anybody to be injured. 
And if they work on it, and I assume you worked with other departments like risk and legal, yeah. HR. So we cleared all this through HR and legal just to make sure we all were on the same page right. and um, allowed to be able to give that type of training away from their normal standard job. Um, so absolutely, they, we have their buy-in. What we're also doing on the flip side is allowing to reward those drivers who have good behavior. So we finally, after four or five years in this role, yeah. now have our first list of drivers that have never had a violation, never had any type of ticket. And so we're actually getting ready here in the next week or two is reward them with with a reward internally from Roche. Fantastic. And, yeah. Um, and then we're going to broadcast their name amongst their peers. So that's, that's really important. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I know, you know, my back, I mean, I worked yep. for, uh, for a pharmaceutical for a number of years and that's really important to them. You know, it, it, it's recognition. It shouldn't just all be stick. You have right, to give right. the carrot yeah. also. Yeah. Uh, so I, I'm so glad to hear that you're doing that. Yeah. That's, and that's we're, we're try we have a very um, internal program that get points and then you can go buy things with those points oh, that's and so fantastic. that yeah. way we're not uh, rewarding the good behavior absolutely. and again that that goes far in establishing that culture doesn't it yeah and i and i'd really like to even a year from now come back with a whole more enhanced program right now we're just at the very high level who hasn't yeah. had a ticket in right. the last 10 years is our scope first of all and we've got about 20 drivers wow that's, that's great done that. that's awesome so listen, I'm, re I'm really glad that we had a fleet manager on because there's a lot of companies here that promote safety and have great technology to keep drivers safe, which is awesome. We want to hear from them. But having a fleet manager on who has a very comprehensive program needs to be shared with other fleet managers. Exactly. I really hope that we can get that message out. We preach it all the time. We've had we've done a complete, you know, safety policy series. We've had a lot of experts on talking about and what they say to do is exactly what you did. So it you're, can you're be right. done. It yes, can and be it can, done. Be, can done. be done. Yep. And, and yep. if we're all preaching how, how safety is our number one priority within our organization, well, you can't do that unless you give them instruction to change their behavior. Exactly so right. um, it's, it's right. very, very important. And we're fortunate that most of our accidents have been very minimal, but every from time to time you, you come back and see a vehicle that's been destroyed, not yeah. to our driver's fault, but again, it shows what can happen. Can happen. And that's kind of what we try to keep In a split second, in a split second. I yeah. mean, it's, it's, wow, that's yeah. great. All right. Well, um, as much as we love talking about safety, and Phil and I will always just keep talking for hours if we could. Uh, we're trying to keep these to five minutes. We're like speed podcasting. Okay. So thank you so much for thank joining you. us at thank the uh, NAFA show. Thanks for I appreciate it. it. Thank you. One thing thank that Aaron, Aaron Gilchrist was first on, uh, she started a fist bump. So let's fist bump. Oh, fist bump. Yeah. Okay. All right. So we'll fist bump out. All right. Thank, thank you. you so Bye. much for being on. Thanks, Sharon. Oh, gosh. Wow. <laughs> Fun. You were awesome.